Okay, we're on. Oh shit, we're on. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted. The NFL draft is on right now, so I'm checking my phone a lot. All right, guys. Uh, well, this is our second shot at this. Uh, I, I don't know how the first one went. Kind of blacked out, I guess. Anyway, Wooly has been soaking around the office all day long, uh, kicking pots and pans, throwing kittens out windows. He's really upset about the news that has come out recently about Ford. Uh, some of you guys may know this, some of you may not. We started a section of the magazine called Ford Attack. I guess a year ago. probably about yeah, a year yeah, it's ago. Like exactly a year ago, yeah. Yeah, it was about a year ago, okay. Because um, we were just super pumped about everything that they were doing. I mean, they were making really, really awesome cars. And, they, and it was genuine pump, too, man. It wasn't like Ford started throwing money at us, so we did Ford Attack. It was like we're, we were driving the press cars that we were getting, and if yeah. you didn't look at the badge on the steering wheel, it was like, damn, man, like these Fords are exciting. Really I can't put it into words, but that feeling that we used to get from imports, you know, when we were... 20 years old, like that excitement, we got it in the Fords, you know? Yeah. And, um, and, and so it was a real thing. And anyway, you go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt, but, um, tell them, you know, about the whole Mustang thing, how you got the Mustang, how I got the Fiesta, how all that happened. Yeah. So we started Ford Attack, as Willie was saying, you know, we had a lot of press cars <laughs> and stuff, and from driving them, we kind of fell in love. You know, the first I drove the, uh, the four cylinder turbo Mustang, and I was like, this thing is great. Ford finally gave us the Sylvia that, that Nissan never did. Uh, and I loved that car, and then I drove the GT, and then I was like, the four-cylinder sucks, the GT's awesome. So I went and bought one, and we started modifying the crap out of it, supercharger, you know, nice coilover kits. Uh, the car has, has been up on jack stands a hell of a lot more than it's been on the road because we have so many parts to throw at it. We're having a ton of fun with it. Wooly went out and bought a Fiesta ST, and we started this Ford Attack thing where we were just basically taking, you know, 15 to 20 pages dedicated to the magazine, uh, in every single issue, and we would just flat out do it all about the new Fords that are being built right now, because I see these as game changers, or I guess according to today's news, I saw these as game changers, because it sounds like Ford's about to piss a lot of people off. Um, well, well, you're pretty upset about this. Why don't you chime in? Well, okay. Um, I'm, <laughs> while you were talking, I was sitting there trying to figure out where to start. I guess let's start with the news um, because yesterday a bunch of things were coming out. Like I was on, um, I, I saw something on Auto Week talking about the new Focus ST and how it was going to use the 2.3 from the RS or some version of it. And uh, it sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. They were taking 200 pounds out of the car. Sounds awesome. It's, it sounds like exactly what you need to do to make current ST owners want to buy the new ST. It's all the right moves. So I'm like, all right, sweet, okay. I'm a little, I'm a little salty that they're not doing the Fiesta ST, but I knew that already, and, and it's not a big seller, you know. It's a, it's a unique little car, so I get it. Um, and then at the same time as I was reading the Auto Week article about the ST, I'm reading this stuff start to come out on like Jalopnik and stuff about how Ford's killing all the cars minus the Mustang and some Ford Focus, Focus Active which is basically yeah. a Subaru Crosstrek or whatever they call that thing, but you know, mild suspension left like a Forester or whatever, but a Focus version of it. Um, and so first thing I'm thinking is fake news. You know, I'm like, ah, I don't believe it. So um, I hit up, we, or I hit up today our contact at Ford and was like, man, what's going on? I'm seeing this stuff kind of spread like wildfire on all the little STRS pages and everything. And uh, he was like, yep. So it's gonna be the Mustang. It's gonna be the Ford Focus Active. And I was like, so if you want to 
sports car from Ford. It's a Mustang or a Mustang. <laughs> or a GT. If you have really, really deep pockets, you can get a GT. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I they said cancel all cars. I don't know about that one. I hadn't even thought about it. But um, so, so, you know, I, I, I'm mad. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just mad as hell. Um, well, and I don't blame and, you. And I can't even, like, I, I'm still trying to, like, I look, I understand as an enthusiast, we're like the worst customers. You know, we bark real loud about all these impossible cars that we want, and then we complain because they're either too expensive or not fast enough or what. For, like, enthusiasts, we're the loud ones in the room, but we're not always the buyers. So I get it. People are buying crossovers. I understand that. Um, you know, why not buy an Escape if you don't care about cars? Like, you know, it's got plenty of room. It's affordable. It gets damn near the gas mileage of a, of a sedan counterpart. You know, so I, I understand that. Um, but what I, what I can't get my head around is Ford has been making all the right moves and setting themselves up for something truly great. And it's like, you know what I feel like? I feel like my team just got beat. You know what I mean? I feel like being a Georgia fan. like As Atlanta sports fans, you <laughs> yeah, really feel yeah. that. We know that feeling well. No, yeah, I feel brokenhearted. I feel like, what? And the thing is, we Ford hadn't even been beat. They just, they're leaving the field. They're just, they're you know, they're just handing it over to Honda or whoever wants it. I know Honda wants it real bad right now, you know, and, and, it's just it's a, it's it's frustrating um you know i i see i don't know you it's know to be i hate to cut you off but it's funny no, to me no. how the uh the automotive manufacturers can never get it together at the same time ford has been kicking ass for the last couple of years really kind of doing like a euro styling thing but really they did it all i mean honestly they, they they were bringing back american muscle hardcore putting big high horsepower high torque motors and a bunch of their stuff and now they're doing the four-cylinder turbo stuff they gave us the rs i mean they were doing a lot of really really cool stuff and as soon as honda jumps on and says we'll play too you know and they give us the si and, and of course the type r as soon as that happens ford goes no we're out <laughs> just, why can't we have it all at the same time i know why i, I don't understand what i don't understand what they're doing i'm trying to figure out how to how to put it but it, it reminds me a lot of like what honda did in like 2001 it's like you set the stage perfectly you built up the enthusiast base and the loyalty and and all of that and and you know with like and it culminated with like the 99 2000 si and then they're just like peace we're gonna screw all this up you know and it's like it took 15 yeah. years to start to recover and i just <clears throat> like i said uh, dude i'm not a ceo like I'm sure they're doing it for financial reasons, but do they not realize that there's more at play? You know, like I wanna, and this is what bugs me. Like I'm like pissed and I, you know, like I feel like should I sell? I, I own the Fiesta cause I love the Fiesta, but I also own the Fiesta ST because it represents what, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I support the brand. Um, and I wanna support a brand that builds escapes so that they can build the RS. I don't want to support a brand that bails on the RS, you know, and the ST and the Fiesta ST because it's not making enough money. That actually cheapens the Mustang to me because there's a part of me that is really loving these new Mustangs because I'm like, man, Ford's badass, man. They're doing some yeah. cool stuff. They're not caring. I, I, I picture these passionate guys that are like, we're going to do it. You know, it's going to be awesome. And now I'm like, 
okay, so Ford met the requirements, you know, it, it's going to make the dollars, so that one gets to stay, but the other performance cars get to go. It really just, you know, like I said, I'm salty about it as an enthusiast. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, just like anything else, though, you got to remember from a pure business aspect, it's not just it's not just the dollars and cents. They're a publicly traded company uh, with billions of dollars on the line, not just for themselves, but for their shareholders. So there, there's a lot more to it. So if something is not financially making sense, you know, you got to get it out the door kind of quick before it starts hitting everybody's wallets. So I do get that side of it. And I also get the fact that manufacturing is super expensive. You know, we ran into this when we used to make the still hood shift knobs, by the way. Uh, but, uh, you know, when we used to make the still hood shift knobs, we had like 18 different colors and all these different sizes and stuff. And after a while, it just got to be absolutely overwhelming because there was too much inventory, too much new different stuff that had to be in stock at all times to appease every customer. And like you were saying, tuners are kind of the impossible customer. We're the loudest but guy in the room. They're still making these cars, just not for Americans. You know, these cars are that, going true. these cars are going to Europe. Europe's getting like an yeah. RS wagon. I mean they're yeah, it's that's true. They're that's snuffing true. us, man. I, I just I, but that's the history of the automotive it, it's like it's everything like, cool. It's know? it's like Porsche going, well we're making more money on the Cayenne, so we're gonna go ahead and cut the 911 now. You know, it's it's just, yeah. it's just, God, it's a face palm move. I don't man. think it's quite on that scale. <laughs> I get what you're going there, yeah, I get it. I mean, yeah, it's a metaphor, you know? You, you just, like I said, I understand why they're doing it, but I hope that they understand, you know, that, what maybe they're not, beyond the dollars. Uh, people's perception of the brand is going to change. Um, you yeah. know, and yeah, maybe it's the minority enthusiasts, but you know what? We're the loudmouths, man. We're the ones that tell our mamas and our aunts and our, you know, girlfriends, whatever, like friends and all that. We're, we're the, we're the loudest ones saying, oh, you should go look at the escape or you should go look at the, you know, the, the Explorer Sport or whatever it is. And our um, voices and our opinions are probably part of the main reason that Honda, you know, was touted so highly for so many years, even after they completely yeah. abandoned. Because uh, anytime, the, the anytime somebody goes, we just like, yeah, it's a Honda. It's a great car. It'll last yeah. forever. Anytime some some grandma goes, what kind of car should I get? There's some Honda boy piping up saying, hey, go get a Honda. It's the best yeah. car ever made. You'll never have a problem. You know, yeah. it, it's it. Uh, I just and I, and I feel I'm seeing a lot of Ford guys try and defend and and you know, I I don't know. I uh, you know I I love I love Ford yesterday. You know, and at some point it's like. I mean, I'm not going to defend them. We, me and Guy, we're talking about doing Ford Retreat now. <laughs> doing, <laughs> doing a section with a white flag that just says, sorry, we give up, you know? Um, Let's we'll switch to, God, to I, a Dodge. Those guys don't care at all. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Somebody said that on board. They're like, well, Dodge is doing that. I'm like, well, Dodge gets a pass. Like, Dodge <laughs> kind of makes their own rules. And they, they get a nine-second yeah, stock call. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Ford. Okay, when you're making a 700-horsepower Explorer, you know, then then we'll give you a pass too. Um, I and yeah, I, the thing is, Ford doesn't get that pass because Ford was hitting on this global turbo, you know, these global chassis with turbocharged engines that gave them so much potential. And and here's the funny part is that the current Fiesta STs and Focus STs and Focus RSs are going to continue to realize their full potential. And people are going to go back and buy those cars while Ford offers nothing new, you know. And it, it's it's the Honda scenario yeah. all over again as far as yeah. the enthusiasts go. So you know, for the next ten years, 
um, people, more and more people, not just Ford people, are going to be buying aging Fords while there's nothing new to replace those cars. Well, hold on there. You have a good point. Now, maybe that's the great part about this is being a tuner guy is I'm sitting back there licking my chops saying, when are these cars going to drop below 10000 Oh, they're dropping. Yeah, that, because that. it's going to happen faster now that they're not really making them anymore. Because what will happen? We see this with vehicles all the time. They kill it. Uh, you know, immediate perception is, oh, it wasn't a great car. It only lasted three years. And then they gave it the ax. Well, we come in, we, we buy them cheap. We modify the crap out of them for like 10 years. And then, you know, eventually they go, that car's pretty rare. and was really awesome back in the day. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe we should look into this. So as a tuner guy, I can't be too mad about this because one, I understand the business aspect of it. And two, I think it's going to create a great opportunity for us to get out there and kind of recreate at least a little bit of what the Honda scene did, you know, in the 90s. And oh, yeah. 2000s. I mean, for those of you guys who, who follow the magazine and maybe have been paying attention to Ford Attack, like our next kind of hurdle that we were going to do is, is start really exploring the swappability of these motors. Yep. Because, you know, looking at it, you know, like me and Mike do kind of from 30,000 feet up, we were like, man, if people start swapping these motors, whether it's into older Fords, you know, like a like a little sleeper 2001 Focus or something, or like whether you put it in a Miata like we're doing, um, you know, sure. one, <laughs> once the <laughs> once once people start realizing the swappability of these things, that's why we were doing Ford Attack, is it was like, man, this is going to explode. Because uh, Escape EcoBoost has the two liter, the same damn two liter EcoBoost as a, as a Focus ST. And you can buy these motors apart at a junkyard for a few hundred bucks, you know, if they're blowing up or something like that. And that is a lot of potential, especially when you can throw a Cobb access port on it and a few bolt-ons and be making 300 wheel, you know? Um, yeah. Well, so that mindset is what, what blew up the Honda scene back in the day. It was, you know, go get your, your motor of choice, the, your, your B-series, your K, whatever you preferred, and then go get your favorite body style, mesh it together and go nuts, make it yours. Yeah. You know, that was what kind of made it run. Well, yeah, and people figured out, let's put the, you know, hot motors in the lightest cars, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I don't know. I, it's just, you know, whatever. Um, it's like you were saying, I was walking around kicking rocks all day because I'm just like, <laughs> I feel like my team lost, man. I'm just like, what are you, you boneheads? Like, what? Disappointing, yeah. It is, it is, it is. Especially, yeah, because, you know, I mean, the V8 stuff is hot, obviously, and, and you know, American... Uh, little pony cars are making tons of power and they're great cars, but dang, man, cars like the STs and the RSs were right on their heels, and I feel like they were setting the pace for, like, Honda. Like, it was like, Honda, man, you, you better come back with something. You're kind of getting yep. your, your weenie stepped on here. And, uh, and you know, Hondas, they, they answered, man. They, you know, you got the Type R here. You've got, mm -hmm. um, I mean, honestly, the Civic Si, if you put a little Honda Attitude, is a hell of a car. Um I just don't know why, you know, Ford came in and kind of made all the other Japanese manufacturers check themselves a little bit and answer. And then as soon as they answer, Ford's like, ooh, you know, like, <laughs> I just, I, I don't, it's just not, it's not the Ford that I uh, fell in love with. It was, it, it's just, it's, it's out of their character. I don't understand what they're doing with this. And I don't understand why would they make a big announcement? Like, okay, look, the Taurus, it's long in the tooth. Um, the Fusion, you know, they're they're nice cars, but they've been around. Like, I get it. 
either redesign them or slowly let them kind of slip away. Nobody would have ever been the smarter. But to make a big announcement like failure, it's <laughs> such a Mitsubishi move. Like, I just don't get what you're doing, man. Like, whatever, man. Um, I don't know. I, you know, I wish I had a bow for this thing to wrap it up and make a, make a, you know, little positive, uh, you know, conclusion yeah, for it. But I'm not ready. I'm not ready yet. <laughs> One thing I'm really worried about is the short-sightedness of this. Um, you know, maybe they spread themselves too thin. And because if you think about it, Ford really, as far as a, a person who modifies cars, Ford really kind of had something for everyone. I mean, they, they had the muscle cars. They had your, your four-cylinder turbo rear-wheel drive. They, they, they really had it all. If you want to do rally, if you want to do a front-wheel drive light turbo car, I mean, they really kind of hit every single genre, anything you could possibly want. If you're a tuner guy, you could walk into a dealership and get pretty much damn near the car that you wanted. Maybe the problem is us tuner guys, maybe we can kind of blame ourselves. Maybe we weren't going in there and buying enough cars. I did my part. I bought a brand new car. You did your part. You went and bought a car. Uh, but maybe enough of us, you know, aren't doing it. But I'm really afraid of the short-sightedness of it because we saw, you know, we were talking about it yesterday with gas prices skyrocketing up. If Ford's getting rid of all their cars and all you've got left is, you know, big V8 Mustangs and F-150s and SUVs and basically just heavy vehicles, man, that's going to be a difficult purchase. It's going to be a difficult, difficult pill for people to swallow who do own the vehicles well, when the gas prices do go back up. And they're going to go back up. The thing is, though, you know, I've driven all of the Fords um, and, and the crossovers, I mean, they're... They're getting 25 miles a gallon average, yeah. uh, you know, so it's not like it was 10 or 12 years ago when gas went all, you know, bonkers and everything. And, and, and these SUVs were getting really craptastic gas mileage. Now it's True. pretty good. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, I don't know. Having said that, if I was Tesla, I would be going in for checkmate right now. You know, I would be I would be seeing the dumb move from 100 miles away and I would be figuring out how to finish them. You know, is what I would be doing, and and knowing what's his name, Elon Musk, that's what he's doing. Like yeah. he's kind of punk rock like that. Like he's 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 gonna he's gonna go after it. Um, so I just hope Ford knows what the hell they're doing. I you know I give them credit that they're they're uh, definitely smarter than I am. <laughs> you know, I just I just, hope I just don't see it reaction. today. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, for anybody that reads the magazine and knows that we've turned into Ford fanboys, um, it, it was genuine. Uh, I'll let you guys know when Ford gives us our first dollar bill. Hadn't happened. Um, no, I mean, that's the thing. Like, it wasn't a sellout move. It was, it was real. I mean, it was just real journalism. Like, these were the cars. We get to drive a lot of cool cars, and there was something to be said for these things. And it's, it really is a shame that uh, they're getting killed yep. in the very country that creates them. Um, but that's what it is. So I don't know, you know, opinions will change, we'll hear more. Um, usually when news like this comes out, it's like, you know, it draws a line in the sand and everybody gets all fired up and pissed off or else they try and like defend the brand and then the answer's somewhere in the middle. You know, it'll, it'll not be as bad as it seems right now, I'm sure. Um, but. <clears throat> we just wanted to talk about it for a second because I guess it was the news of the day and 
and uh, it kind of took over my day because, uh, you know, I started getting texts and phone calls all the time, you know, asking what was going on and what I thought about it. So that's kind of what I think about it today anyway. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. You got anything else, Mike? No, nah, man, I think talking to you made it worse for me. I, I was I was upset <laughs> about it. I'm kind of uh, pissed off. Uh, we, me and my wife uh, and my baby, like we were riding in the in the Fiesta today, and I was like, that, that, do I do I sell the car because I take a stand and I'm not going to support this crap, or do I keep the car because oh. it's the last of a great, you know? And, and that's car. that's why I bought the car is because it was it is totally the 2018 version of a 1990s car. It is like a front wheel drive, tire spinning, a Kano car that handles like crazy and and has it's all blow off valve you know what i mean it's all turbo it's all spool and it's just great fun everybody complains that they don't make them like that anymore yeah. they do and it was a ford you just didn't want it because it was a ford fiesta and that name you know was weird to people or whatever but like that car is gonna go down is like a good car you know and and, and people are gonna scratch their heads as to why we didn't support it when it was here um so I don't know, man. And, and here's 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 the big difference. We've always talked about the difference between, you know, kind of like magazine thinking and just thinking as a, a, a tuner. Um, as a tuner, I would say keep the car. It's the last of a great. It's a freaking blast to drive. You're going to kick yourself in the ass if you do sell it. As a magazine owner, you got to move on to something else. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah. That's the hard part yeah. about, you know, business life is uh, if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. I mean, as a magazine owner, you sell it and go buy a Type R because that's that's, that's where tight. the momentum is. And um, you go to a Honda dealership tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Or you skip the Type R because that's the obvious answer and you buy the SI and try and, and you know, tune it because it's a yeah. more affordable car. Um, but I don't know. Um, whatever. I love my little Fiesta. I'm just, they hurt my feelings. Um, <laughs> all right well i guess we're out guys um let us know what you think uh you can whatever drop a comment as they say on youtube or else just uh feel free to email us anytime by the way my email is jwoolly at s3mag.com that's j-w-o-o-l-e-y at s3mag uh, letter s number three mag.com and mike what's yours it's the same thing m sanders at <laughs> s3mag.com i knew that i just figured i'd let you say it Oh, um, thanks, yeah. All right. Well, peace out, friends. All right, guys. See ya. <laughs>